welcome back to Belmont Bunch tonight, where we're experiencing every single technical issue you can. And on top of that, we're talking about playoffs that don't involve the Islanders. So Tommy's sad. Thank you, Tom, for calling in and joining us today. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm on a radio show. It's like that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, and and like you guys are are my non moronic friends. Most of, I feel like on radio you call in and everyone's a moron. So I'll try not to be. Hi, this is uh, Tom from Staten Island. I uh, think I want to bomb uh, MetLife. Oh, yeah. okay, Tom. <laughs> okay, right, Tom. Right, good so, luck so. with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next caller. Next caller. Uh, all all right. right. So, um, all right. This week we're gonna just go over. Uh, the regular season's over. Spoiler alert, the Islanders did not make it into the playoffs. Um, so we're going to be going over Sterling's bracket and Tom's bracket, which he made a video about. So if you haven't watched that video, go check it out. Um, yeah. So Come on. We'll st- <laughs> and if you already watched it, maybe consider watching it a second time, you know? Uh, third time, mm-hmm. share it with your friends. So um, so I think what we'll do first is, Sterling, we'll start with you. All right. we got I got your bracket up on screen now. Mm-hmm. So everybody should be able to see it. I can even zoom in to like wow. get a clear picture if we need to. So um, just you take it away. Where do you want to start? All right. We can start with the West and get my worst pick out of the way mm-hmm. right to begin. So the first round series between Colorado and Nashville, I had put Nashville taking in seven games and that was a mistake based on last night. Um, I knew David Riddick was going to be a problem for the Nashville team, and I just did not realize how bad he is. And even having this pretty much AHL-caliber goaltender playing and giving up a couple goals, I don't know who's going to be their goalie for the rest of the series. I heard maybe Saros would come back, but if he does, he's playing through injury. So, yeah, I thought maybe Saros would return, and I like to pick underdogs, so this is like my crazy underdog pick. I would be surprised if Colorado didn't sweep Nashville at this point, but I originally put Nashville in seven, so we're sticking with that one. Yeah, I was going to say the seven underneath. That denotes the amount of goals they conceded in game one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think um, if Soros was healthy, and I think I said this in my video, but I think if Soros was healthy, I would have actually thought about this one. Um, the minute I heard that Soros was out and that the actual, like, uh, now they're saying he has a chance of playing, but th- I think that's more just to give any hope after that game. Um because they said four to six weeks originally, and that was like last week that he got hurt. So I have pretty much, you know, I, I, I don't think we're going to see Soros. And uh, so I have, I had Colorado sweeping. I never pick sweeps, but um, this to me felt like Nashville was the definition of like a sitting duck, a team that uh, its biggest strength is goaltending and it got hurt. Um, so I mean, Colorado last night, they ran rough shot and it felt like everybody on the team scored. And, uh, you know, for Colorado fans, they need to see this because, you know, obviously the first round hasn't been the issue for them. It's getting past the second round, but it'd be nice to get some momentum going into round two. Yeah. So I, else... I had them sweeping. I think I said that. 
what also might be fun is who we want to win in the series. And I definitely want Colorado to win because I like Nashville. I've been watching them throughout this season, but the less games Nashville wins, the greater the chance Forsberg doesn't re-sign with them. So hmm. just putting that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, part of me is kind of like, yeah, if, if, if it's a really futile first round, I'll be like, oh, you know who doesn't get bounced in round one? The New York Islanders. They either don't make them or they win. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, that uh, Colorado looks like a behemoth so far. I, I would like to point out, though, that, you know, the Islanders got smoked in game one of the Tampa series, and they at least made I a think, run for it. But they, I think that was more due to scheduling. Well, that's what I, I yeah, don't know. We're like coming off of a game seven that right um, and, and traveling cross country. Well, was was Nashville just did they just have a tough ta- tough travel schedule? You know, give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, I don't know. no every, everybody had the same amount of rest going in. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't know. There, about are, that. there are no excuses. <laughs> the only excuse is that they don't have, you know, uh, UC Soros, who's like a top 10 goalie in the league, maybe top five. Right. Or okay. Kings forever. Yeah, let's right. move on to Minnesota, St. Louis. Um, I know this is a big series, and this was a toss-up for me. I ended up picking Minnesota in six, um, could have won seven. I really don't see either team winning the cup at the end of the day, although I do think both are really good teams and it will be a battle. I think I'm going to give the edge to Minnesota um, I thought their goaltending would show up. I, it was only game one, but you went out and got Flurry, and if he's going to go back to old Pittsburgh Flurry, yeah, that's not going to be good for them, and I think that showed in game one. So maybe mm-hmm. another questionable one. We'll see if St. Louis continues the momentum, but I had Minnesota, and I want them to win because – I don't know. Just why not? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're a team that hasn't had a lot of playoff success. So I think they have a lot of people rooting for them. Um, I would like to see them make a deep run. I also like, I was really excited for the series and now I'm dismayed a little bit because I like both teams a lot and I don't want to see one of them go out, but uh, I had St. Louis and seven. And I think I was just leaning on their experience as a team. Uh, I thought that, um, you know, the goaltending edge would go to Minnesota, but um, it's going to be interesting. Minnesota still has Cam Talbot they could go to, so they do have a fallback. Uh, St. Louis um, got massively outshot in that game despite winning 4 nothing. Um, so I'm really, really curious to see um, if, if that was an illusion, if St. Louis, if the series is going to be a lot closer than that. I think it, I think uh, Minnesota is a tougher team uh, than than the team that we saw the other day. I think they're a little bit lucky that Jared Spurgeon wasn't suspended for trying yeah. to crack Pavel Buchnevich's ankles, both of them. Um, and yeah, I, for me, this is a really, really fun matchup. I expect the series to get tighter, um, but I do have St. Louis in seven. And, and part of the, I like, I didn't even say it in my video, but guys like David Perron playing on like their third line, that have a lot of playoff experience, a lot of NHL experience. Guy scores a Hattie the other day. You know, he's been around the league for a while. They just have so much experience. I think for the Wild, they're still, even though they have guys like Zuccarello and some guys like Spurgeon that have been around a little bit, I think St. Louis just knows how to win in the playoffs a little bit more. So I had them in seven. 
Okay. James, any comments? No. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Calgary, Dallas. I picked Calgary in five. Tom's representing with the jersey for all of the audio-only listeners. But this team in Dallas, I honestly think out of any of the playoff teams here, I would pick them to beat Dallas. Dallas doesn't really scare me as a team at all. I think they're goaltending. Ottinger's been good, but people are talking about Markstrom and the Vezina conversation, Mm -hmm. and Calgary's a super deep team, both offensively and defensively. I haven't seen any flaws. Of course, they will show themselves in the playoffs, but there was nothing for me to really pick on. And with their coach, with the playing a defensive structure of hockey sit, uh, suitable for the playoffs, supposedly mm-hmm. like Barry Trotz the past couple of years. I think this was a no-brainer for me, and I do like Calgary's jerseys. Uh, but on the <laughs> other hand, if they lose, good drill. But no, I don't see them losing early, so go Flames, go. Yeah, yeah you had them in five. I can't I, I can't remember if I ended up going with five or six. I changed my bracket in a couple ways last minute, uh, one of which is going to be the, the end of episode reveal. But Calgary, um, it just feels like, yeah, they're, they're better in every area. They have the goaltending lock. Uh, defensively, they've been one of the best defensive teams in the league this year. And offensively, they're like a juggernaut. And they have, I feel like, a few too many players to really shut down one line and say that you've got it. Last night... I'll give credit. Um, despite getting outshot by a lot, um, Dallas only lost one nothing. So if there is light at the end of the tunnel for Dallas, it's maybe that, hey, you know, we just took a good shot from Calgary and we kept it minimal. You know, if we get like the slightest bit of offense, which who knows if they're going to get it, because unfortunately Dallas, I see them as Islanders West. Um, you know, they, they don't score much. They defend very well and they have pretty good goaltending. Um, the difference there being the Islanders have really, really good goaltending. So I think of Dallas, I, I don't know. Obviously, it's hard to say when they lose one nothing in the game to put it on the goaltending. But um, I don't know if they have the offensive power, firepower Dallas to, to win more than two games. I think I had Calgary in six after last night. Um, I think your five is probably a better pick at the moment. Um, I guess I was banking on Dallas being a tougher out than I thought they'd be. Um, based on the last couple of years where they've been a tough team in the playoffs. But I don't know. I didn't really see. They only managed 16 shots on net last uh, last night. So, um, yeah, I, I think Calgary is is too much. And this is revenge for when Calgary should have beaten them in the bubble. Yeah. So the next also, one. Also, this is the Yeehaw series. I just wanted to say it's Yeehaw North versus Yeehaw South. Uh, Calgary's arena, obviously, the Saddle Dome. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we have a Texas team. So I just want it to be known. I'm calling this the Yeehaw series. And I think that's fun. <laughs> well, let it be known. And hopefully it gets picked up around the NHL. Um, the next series is probably one of my favorites of the playoffs, Edmonton, Los Angeles. And I say that because I love the Edmonton Oilers. I've been watching them throughout the season because they're such a fast offensive team with okay defense to be nice and okay goaltending to be very nice and then on the other side of the matchup los angeles 
just has that balance of the young players coming in with their first playoff experience with their veterans. Dustin Brown retiring is quite a story. So he's trying to go as far as possible one last time. I had originally put Edmonton in six games and I was banking on to some degree. I've been impressed with their defense this year compared to past seasons, not a very high bar, but it has improved in my mind. And goaltending has been probably some of the streakiest, but it's very important to see coming into the playoffs. How is the team performing like Columbus sweeping Tampa? Columbus was fighting for their lives every night. Edmonton was on a roll. Uh, their goaltending, Mike Smith was on a roll. Koskinen was mad, but we knew Smith would be starting game one. And right away, game one hits, and Mike Smith goes right back to his old, uh, if you will, <laughs> me himself. I I really wanted to watch that full game, but I decided it was worth it to get some sleep before the third period. And then I woke oh, up sure. the next morning and realized Mike Smith did it again. Um, so I don't know if he can be disciplined enough to he plays the puck so much and he's one of the goaltenders where it never goes right he's <laughs> made some of the big saves but if he just listens to Steve Dangle just tends the goal I think Edmonton can get the series back around obviously they need a tighten up they gave up four goals but they got three goals of their own so this is going to be a tough series I think still Edmonton and six they they'll be in a lot of trouble if they go down to uh mm -hmm. yeah i think everything in the series comes down to uh like edmonton's goaltending and that feels like an obvious thing to say but la doesn't score a lot uh, they only average 2.84 goals per game in the regular season so they really they kind of need it need to be gifted goals on occasion and they got that as the game winner um Really, I, if I were Edmonton's coach, I'd be saying literally never play the puck. Like, I don't care ever. Um, yeah, because, I mean, that's inexcusable. To lose a game like that, especially on home ice, they say you never, you're never out of a playoff series uh, until you've lost at home. And, or yeah, like the series hasn't started until you've lost at home. Well, the series has started now because LA <laughs> managed to win on the road. Um, I think Edmonton, you know, I was really hesitant to pick them, even though I, I'm like, oh, they're more talented and like, you know, they should be able to outscore their goaltending's faults. But I'm really worried because the other night, Philip Deneau was able to shut down when he was matched up with McDavid or Dreisaitl. He played really well on them. It's a sh like LA is going to try to keep matching them up as much as possible because McDavid did still find a way to score 1v5, which was crazy. But, um, it does feel like Edmonton has too much talent to lose, but is LA just that built in that way that like they find a way to win in the playoffs by just grinding one out and just making life hell for the top players on Edmonton. And I think Edmonton's more susceptible than Calgary because I think they're, a, they're not quite as deep as Calgary to, uh, further down the lineup offensively. So uh, this is going to be interesting. I do have, I, I picked Edmonton. Uh, I think I had them in six, so I had the same exact pick as you there. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit uh, nervous about that pick now because I really do not trust either Edmonton goaltender. 
that's the real thing too is like you know if they had another goalie to go to that i trusted i'd be like okay you know what if he writes the ship but i do not trust koskinen uh Mm -hmm. and edmonton the last few years has found a way to lose series like the blackhawk series which they absolutely you know they were such a higher seed they managed to lose so i am this is the pick i'm probably fretting the most about so far even though i have two in the east that didn't go so great after game one (laughs) and on the other side jonathan quick looked amazing so we'll see if that continues um moving on to the east we got florida washington and that one's already wrong i had the panthers sweeping um Mm. i was lucky enough to go to last night's game and i think one game you gotta take it a bit lightly but i saw a florida team that looked like they felt they were entitled to win and there was really no sense of urgency i thought like they were entering the zone fine they were having chances but just trying to go for those perfect plays josh bailey style and (laughs) it didn't pay off they scored two goals um one of them was just walking into the zone taking a shot it went in you gotta take shots like that and then the other get the puck on net there's a rebound and Giroud taps it in but by the third period they were just seemingly making one too many passes and then in the third period the defense completely broke down i mean aquad had his first game back he looked rough but he'll get adjusted Uyghur from no I didn't see anything wrong with him at the end of the regular season. Played terribly last night. I think they'll both got to figure it out. So I do think the Panthers are going to still win this series. Maybe that's a wake-up call, but that's kind of what I thought about Tampa in 2019. And it seems like a similar issue with like that entitledness almost. We'll see. If they can win game two, completely different story. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah, like you said, so I had uh, the Panthers in five, and I'm hoping that I because like they really have to win the series. I really don't think Washington is very good. Yes, like I said about St. Louis, they have pedigree. They've been there. They've won. They have a lot of guys with a lot of experience, but their goaltending in the regular season was just not good enough. And I know that Florida's goaltending hasn't been amazing, but I would say they should have the edge in the series, I would think. And last night scares me a little bit. Like you said, Ekblad might still be getting his legs back. Um, Uyghur, for some reason, seems to not, like, seems to be, like, not great in the playoffs. Uh, I really hope he can shake that. And they're going to need it because, uh, you know, the Capitals are going to get a lot of momentum out of this, like winning that first game. Um, you know, I'm sure the Capitals kind of came into the series uh, thinking, uh, you know, that they're playing with house money. They're playing the president's trophy team. No, but I don't know anyone that picked the capitals to win the series. I think the only way that you were picking the capitals was if you were a capitals fan, that's just high on them always. And, or if, um, you just believe that the Panthers like are going to continue the streak of 26 years without a playoff series win. And right now superstition is scaring us because you know, the capitals find a way to win game one. And uh, I did almost pick this to be a sweep, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, but if they win game two, um, I will feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, though losing two games 
is not the end of a series. The Capitals themselves proved it a couple of years ago. They went down 2-0 the year they won the Cup in the first round to Columbus and then won the next four. And I do think this Florida team, the second it gets a taste of success again, is going to be really tough to stop. So, you know, I for uh, for Florida, just take it a game at a time. I think once they win one, they will have a good shot at putting the caps on the ropes. Um, so, yeah, I just think that kind of like I said about Edmonton, despite the superstition stuff, I think Florida is too talented a team to lose the series. And so I have, I think I have them in five. So they got to get on the move if they're going to hit my five. Yeah. Um, Tampa, Toronto is the next one. And game one of the playoffs or night one of the playoffs, like I didn't even care about Carolina, Boston. I was just watching this game and my goodness, that was one of the most entertaining playoff games I've seen in a while. Just the officiating was terrible, just like in every series, the Panthers series. But obviously Tampa's power play, their whole team just didn't look like themselves at all. And I think tonight you'll see them look more like the team that won the past couple of years. People are saying like, oh, Maybe they've been playing that much hockey for the past couple of years. They might get burnt out a little bit, but I don't think in round one of the playoffs, I think Toronto has a good chance now that I've seen Matthews and Marner get on the board and it looks like their stars are starting to produce. I originally had Tampa in six. I feel like now that might be Tampa in seven and I hope it does go seven. That would be amazing. I can't see Tampa just playing like how they did last or game one for the rest of the series. They're, they looked so bad and I think it'll be a lot more competitive, but I wouldn't be too surprised, honestly, if Toronto pulled out of this one. Hmm. Yeah. I think tonight's the night. Like I, I these first, and, the first for the is, for, people watching oh. and viewing this at home, Last night was the night, so <laughs> that will have decided. Well, you've ruined my radio man intro of like <laughs> saying a phrase and then everyone going. <laughs> um, so for this one, for me, what I mean is um, you can get crushed in game one. It happens. Uh, some, you know, teams are, are, there's a feeling out process to these series and Tampa Bay got just smacked in the face with a lot uh, there was a lot of crowd energy. The second, like Toronto scoring the first goal was huge because if Toronto had given up the first goal, the crowd would have gotten on them because they would have immediately, you know, Toronto fans would have immediately been like, no, no, what's happening again? Please, God, no. Um, and so that's a huge lift for the Leafs, for sure. Um, now, tonight is basically how I'm going to, I feel like, judge the rest of the series. I had Tampa in seven, and I think – if Toronto wins again tonight, I think Toronto will win the series. I know I said a series is not decided until you've lost at home, but if they go down 2-0, um, I, I guess it depends on how they go down 2-0 if they do. Like, if Tampa Bay looks really good tonight and they're just a tough luck loser, that, could, that would be one thing. But if Tampa goes out tonight and they lose 3-1 or 4-1, you know, and, and you know, give or take the empty netter, I will be, I'll, I'll be like, ding dong, I think they're dead. Um, 
and it's a weird ding dong because like I'm not really rooting for the Leafs to win. Um, I think I it, it's a funny thing where I I hate the Lightning as a team. I don't mind the Leafs as a team. I dislike Lightning fans, but I don't feel like there's a ton of them. I definitely don't like Toronto fans, and there's a lot of them. So. For me, this is a no win. And like, there's only like one team in the East that I like, and it's the Panthers. Um, but lesser of two evils for me is actually Tampa. I'm really interested to hear what Islander fans think of that. Like, you know, this is like a tough, you know, it's like, I, I was likening it to like, if you're a Yankee fan, it's like, it's not quite the Red Sox playing the Rays because the Red Sox would be the Rangers for the Islanders. I would say this is like, I don't know the Rays playing Toronto, which is perfect because those are the locations of the team. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, it's two teams you definitely don't like. They're not the front of the list for most fans of most hated teams. So I had a tough time even choosing who I wanted, but um, I chose the Lightning, which means they're probably going to lose. I chose to root <laughs> for the Lightning. Teams I root for in the playoffs do not have a high, a long shelf life. Um, but um, yeah, to, to go into the game, like you said, Tampa Bay looked hung over they like Stamkos missed an empty net and he just whiffed uh there were a lot of whiffs they gave up so many shorthanded chances uh Toronto was playing a forward down and they still didn't like Tampa still couldn't do anything um it's going to come down to can Vassy really like pick up the team tonight because Vassy wasn't great the other day no one was good the other day for the for the uh the lightning so um yeah, I, I I am pretty worried about my pick. I'm glad I picked seven uh, because I do think that, um, you know, Toronto, their firepower is undeniable. And, uh, yeah, they, they were unbelievable the other night, and they get full full marks for the win. They were, like, the score was exactly indicative of who was better. Yeah. I had wanted Tampa to win because, uh, you know, Toronto fans – don't deserve to win a series, but it felt so good seeing Toronto score mm-hmm. on Tampa. So, so really quickly, next series, Boston, Carolina. I picked Boston in six just because Carolina, I already wasn't very keen on Anderson in the playoffs, but having him out and putting Ronton, like good for him for winning game one. I believe Craig Anderson also won game one last year. So good for both of them. Still doesn't affect my pick that much. Although Carolina did look like the better team to me. This one is probably, I think, the most fair to say if Carolina wins, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. It's funny for me because I I thought Boston played about as well as you could in a game that you lost (laughs) 5-1, which is a weird thing to say, but... I thought Boston played really, really well, and Auntie Ranta just held it down. And I definitely overlooked Auntie Ranta when I was talking about, hey, Anderson being hurt. I'm pretty worried about this team. Um, you know, they've had a difficult time making runs in the playoffs. Um, they looked at Carolina, responded really well to getting kind of punched in the mouth early in this game by giving up like the first 10 shots. And um, yeah, Carolina, both very deep teams. It's funny, I said in my video, I expect. You know, both these teams are capable of scoring a lot. But I completely forgot that both these teams also know how to play playoff hockey. So I think we're going to see at least one or two games in the series finish 2-1 or one nothing, just because the goaltending's good enough and the, the teams are, like, going to grind it out a little bit. So I had Boston in six as well. 
Uh, a little bit nervous about that one, <laughs> but we'll see. I, I thought they played all right. Yeah. And then the last one is Rangers pens. This one was the death pick to me. I had Rangers in six. And just because of the goaltending, I thought Shesterkin would just carry them through round one. And, you know, he showed last night he's capable of doing it, even though they got the loss. Uh, Louis Deming is a fantastic story. I saw, I keep seeing now today, the day after the game, people posting his advertisements for like his cookbook that he published or something. And they're like, they just lost to this guy. Um, but I did see, I think they called up another guy from the AHL. So I don't know how long DeSmith is going to be out. As much as I love Deming and his performance, like, he didn't look like a great goaltender last night. Just I don't think the Rangers really tested him enough. So I do think the Rangers will take it and then six. I also had the Rangers in six. Um, I actually was thinking of it in a way that I saw. I forgot what Twitter account it was, but uh, I saw a lot of Ranger fans uh, doing predictions. And one of them said, the Penguins are going to have to beat Igor Shesterkin four times. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be really difficult. Uh, the goalie of the, you know, he's going to be the Vesna. He's been unbelievable. It's been one of the best goaltended years I've seen by a single goalie in a long time. And um, yeah, so I guess that the Rangers have just had some sort of magic going. And um, I think I said, like, I think they're going to goalie the Penguins out of the playoffs. Now the Penguins last night, uh, they looked dead in the water in the first period. They were down two nothing. Um, they did. They had a big second period. Uh, they scored a shorthanded goal. Or sorry, no, they conceded a shorthanded goal and scored on a five on three. Um, the Rangers. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I think that should have been a goal last night on the controversial play. I thought Dumoulin got beat with speed and then pushed Taco. I don't think you can say that Taco definitely was going to hit the goalie if, if there was no push. I think that he was trying to make that net front move to go, you know, back post and try to slide it around the leg. Um, so I think it should have counted. Uh, I thought it was very similar to the goal, uh, the game one to the Island goal by Josh Bailey a couple of years ago, where Barzal got pushed into Matt Murray and the referee saw it in that case. So, you know, goaltender interference in this league is always a nightmare. Um, I just, at Pittsburgh, it's like an energy. I sound like a, like a girl on Tinder. It's just like, I, you just don't have the energy. And I'm like, that's all right. I know I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I have hit myself in the face with that one. <laughs> Why don't we jump through the rest of the bracket here? I think with my picks, we have exciting second rounds. Battle of Florida is going to be there. Battle of Alberta is going to be there. And so will Nashville, Minnesota, everyone's favorite. Um, I would have said Florida beating Tampa. We'll see if they make the second round. No, no, I think they will. But I think Florida is capable of overcoming Tampa last year or last year and now this year. Uh, the officiating was brutal in the series last year, and it sucked even yesterday. It's going to be even worse against Tampa. I had Calgary over Edmonton because Edmonton's fun, but they're just not as they're not even close to Calgary in my mind. Um, the Nashville run ends there. Um, but if it was Colorado, Minnesota, 
superstition aside, I think Colorado is the better team unless goaltending goes out. And Rangers, Boston, I even said Igor could carry them through that series. Their run would mm. end in the conference final to Florida. On the other side, Calgary would be Minnesota. Um, even if it was Colorado, I want to pick Calgary as well. And then cup final, my bracket has Calgary taking it over the Panthers with a total of 52 goals scored because we like high-flying fun series. Mm. That would be a really fun final, and it's one that I would be very happy with because it would be two teams that I have no issue with in the final. Um, so my bracket, I had uh, Colorado in the second round over St. Louis, I think also in seven, even though it doesn't ask you for second round numbers. Um, in my battle of Alberta, I have Calgary. Like you said, I, Calgary is just a deeper team with better goaltending. So uh, I have Calgary, I think, in five in that series. So then in the conference finals, I have Calgary over Colorado. That could absolutely go either way, but I'm really, really high on Calgary because I think I trust their goaltending a little bit more than Colorado's. Um, so we'll, we'll see. So I've call, I have Calgary in the Cup in the West. In the East, I have Florida losing to Tampa, which will be interesting to see if Tampa can get off the mat. Um, like you said, that'll be really interesting. It, Tampa Bay looks like they're going to have to expend a lot of energy in the series to, to win it. And they already... Like everybody's talked about, and I talked about in my video, like they've played a lot of games the last couple of years. So I don't know if they'll have the juice to beat Florida, but I do have them beating Florida. And then on the other side of the bracket, I have Boston over the Rangers. I think in the East, I just went with teams that I'm like, oh, these teams know how to win in the playoffs. So my conference final is Lightning Bruins, and I have the Lightning returning to the Cup for the third straight year, where I have Calgary def uh, defeating them. I changed it last minute. Um, I had Tampa beating Calgary in the final, um, but I was like, all right, I think I'm overdoing how, like, the recent results from Tampa, like, their last few games before the playoffs, they were annihilating teams. And I think I was like, okay, maybe I'm taking too much out of that. So I, Cal I've got a weird feeling about Calgary. I, they do all the things I like. They defend, they score, they have great goaltending. So at Calgary over Tampa Bay in the final, I guess we'll call it six games. And I think I only had, 35 goals i guess i figured um the cup final always like seems to be teams really feeling each other out for a while so yeah i guess uh, a few quieter games good goaltending too in this series markstrom versus vassy that would be so yeah that's my i i have calgary breaking the canadian cup curse yeah i'd be down for that um i think both of your guys is bias is showing obviously because sterling you have the panthers in the final yeah, um yeah. which i i mean it would be amazing and also because tom uh you like you are you want that final as well because it's teams that we don't hate so it's like you're like you <laughs> well we have oh, hate I, tampa. I, have, I think i think tampa i think uh, tampa to get there but you said you're rooting I for tampa over like toronto it. Mm. Yeah, but, like, that's a means to an end. There are some first-round series where I just root for the means to continue when I don't know what else yeah, to do. Yeah. And but, that's what I did in that case. All right. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, uh, you know, phone us in next time. Maybe we'll take on some callers. You know, Tom, thanks for joining us. Uh, and, and, uh, and I don't know, are we doing a show next week? I'm done. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll probably... 
try. I guess we'll uh, maybe adjust our look second back over. Picks. You know, yeah, yeah. So, well, not even adjust. Just like talk about. You know, because we're only one game in, so I feel like we're taking a lot out of. It's really easy when a team loses the first game to be like, all right, so they lost. Let's move on. <laughs> um, like they've lost the series. So we'll talk about next week. I guess how the first rounds developed since then, and all right. hopefully we have some some fun series where things have changed a little bit. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to Belmont Punch Bracket Edition uh, Alliteration, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>